You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hey everyone, it's your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla, and I'm very, very excited for today's interview. We are talking about financial freedom for kids, and I think that's a really important thing to learn as a kid because especially if you're in business or you're interested in it, financial freedom is something that is really important to learn about. So our guest knows exactly what that is. Her name is Julie Steelman. We met at Steve Ulsher's New Media Summit. And as a kid, she dreamed of going to Africa, but she knew the only way she could do that is to make her own money. And she discovered financial freedom. So that's pretty awesome. So without further ado, we hope we welcome our guest, Julie Steelman. Hi. Hi. Oh my God, I love, I wish I could talk to you every day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm really excited for this interview. So my big question for you is what are your superpowers? What are my superpowers? I think, you know, it started for me that seven-year-old that I told you about, you know, Mm -hmm. sitting in front of the TV watching Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. You guys might not know what that is today. You'll have to Google it to look at old episodes, but it was like, had this sense of like a knowing, you know, what I, what I would call today, my wild instinct, not mm-hmm. wild, like crazy and destructive, but like it knows something about how to navigate a habitat or how to mm-hmm. move through challenges or, you know, how to, how to make situations be positive. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's a big one. And I think a second one is really being able to give words to energy yeah, that's a. Those are both really good superpowers to have. I like the one where you said like your wild instinct because I think it's really good to have that because sometimes you just need to kind of listen to your instinct. Yeah, and I think it can be a huge part of business and in life, as yeah. well as I think it can really help with financial freedom. I agree with you one hundred percent. So I think that financial freedom is really important, and I think yeah. that it's especially for kids to learn because it can really assist you in business. I find that if you're able to just learn what it is, it can really assist you as well as it's kind of cool having financial freedom. You know, when you're able to make your own money and go out and buy things that you want or do whatever you want with it, it's a thing to learn. So I think that it's really cool that you were able to learn it at a young age. You know, it was all about, this is why I love having this conversation with you and being inspired by like, because you know, that childlike fun and play and that creativity that you have as a natural instinct as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. You, as you go through life or you go to school or you get in business, we quote get trained around things, but we also get limited around things. And kids kids don't have that sense, right? And so I think that's that wild instinct for me was like, no, you have to do this because I didn't want anybody to define my life. And I didn't want any like person, place or thing to have leverage over me, meaning they contained me, they told me what to do. And that I was following a list of shoulds. Instead, I was following something that I wanted to do. And it takes a strength to do that. And remembering your childlike, you know, joy in following what kind of lights you up, even if it's not popular in society. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And that's some really good advice. 
So we do need to take a quick break, and I would love to keep talking with you more about this. But can you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Well, yeah, they can go to juliesteelman.com. Even more fun, if you want to see animals, go to wildsacredbeauty.com. And you can see my wildlife photography, which is really what this is about. That's really awesome. So definitely go check her out because she's so, so awesome. And also (laughs) looking at animals is cool. So we've been talking with Julie Steelman about financial freedom for kids. We'll be right up. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Julie Steelman about financial freedom for kids. So we get to do something that I absolutely love doing. We get to do funny FaceTime. So we get to make our funniest faces in three seconds. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. (laughs) (laughs) Those are good funny faces. (laughs) I, I love doing funny FaceTime because I think that it's really cool to kind of express like your wild side, I would say, yep. because you're able to kind of get out of your comfort zone and have fun while doing it. Absolutely. I take improv classes to forget how to be an adult. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Something I always tell people is some, one of the biggest compliments I can give someone is you remind me of a kid because I think it's so cool when adults are able to kind of still act like a kid and kind of stay in that playful side that kids have which is really cool. And also I would say that it's really important in business too. Yeah. I love what you're saying. You know, one of my favorite animals are the big cats and the lions <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're really known for being fierce, playful, and tender. And yeah. those three things, qualities will get you really far in life. And it'll keep that. You'll notice that even the adults and the cub, the cubs will spar with the adults. And it's like, they remind the adults that too, to pounce and to jump and to play and to mm-hmm. have fun. And so I really, I like that lion heartedness as a, as kind of a rule I live by in business because it's like, Oh, it's getting too fierce. Time to go p- be playful. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's also one of the greatest parts about business events is you're able to kind of make a family because it's like, you're able to have your pack, you're able to have friends and family and they kind of remind you to stay playful, which I think is a really big part in business. So like, for example, Moon Media Summit. I've had quite a few icons on my show and we love talking with each other. And yeah. we've kind of become like a New Media Summit almost family. Yeah. So it's cool when you're able to kind of have people around you that remind you to be playful. I agree so, with you. Yeah. So what advice would you give kids on if maybe they want to learn what financial freedom is and they want to learn maybe how they can talk to the parents about having someone. 
Yeah, I love that's such a great question. So the first thing I would say for kids directly is anytime that you want something or you find that you need some money for something is throughout your life, you're going to be taught that how much you make determines your success. And Mm -hmm. I up that and say that how much you keep is going to determine your satisfaction. So, because then you keep your freedom, you keep your choices, you get to be who you are and you don't have to listen to everything that's going on out in the world and follow the rules. You get to live your life the way you want to. And in a world that looks at money as a natural resource, that's a really powerful way to be in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you have a lemonade stand, let's say, and you need to make 50 bucks because you want to go on a weekend trip with your friends, then go make a hundred bucks so that you can spend 50 on the trip and keep 50. So Mm -hmm. it's like, think about when you have a financial need that you think in terms of more than that so that you keep some of what you make. And, Mm -hmm. And so as far as having conversations with your parents about it, I would ask them, what are your wealth objectives? What do you, when do you want to retire? How do you want to live? How do I fit into that? What can I do to contribute to us being a wealthy, happy, and financially free family? Because at the end of the day, it's not just about money, it's about well being. And this mm. part of how it exists in the world, right, is like, you know, the animals have food as currency. And as people, we use money as currency. And it's just a form of exchange and it's just a tool. And so I, it would be really cool if kids were a part of the family dynamic around creating financial freedom as a family. Yeah, I agree. And so for our family, we call ourselves like the three income family. Because we're all in business and we're all able to make money. And I think that is really cool, especially as a kid, being able to learn kind of your money boundaries. And for example, example, sure, buying stuff is fun. But I like what you say, like if you are doing a lemonade stand and you need to make $50 on a weekend trip with your friends, make a hundred because then you can save the half of it. And I think that, one of the biggest parts about financial freedom is kind of having self-control because it's easy to look at that donut and go, oh, that looks really good. I'm going to get that. Or go to the toy store and then you're buying a bunch of toys and then, oh, look, all my hard work just went to stuff that I may not even use. Yeah. You know? So I think the one of the biggest parts is, like I said, is setting like your money boundaries because it's really easy to get caught up in the wanting energy and it's really easy to get caught up in oh this is pretty and i want this and this and this yeah and then instead of like just kind of taking a step back and maybe you have a bigger goal so for example my goal is to make a million dollars so i can buy a pet pig because that's kind of my agreement with my parents if i make a million dollars i can choose whatever pet i want so i want to pick and that's one of my like kind of boundaries is all right, I'm working towards that in my business, which is a really cool thing to be able to learn. I think you're so wise and so smart. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really cool that you know this at such a young age. And I love that you're sharing it with other young children or young kids. 
And it's like what I would call what you're talking about, also holding a vision. My vision mm-hmm. was to go to Africa and now I'm an award-winning wildlife photographer. And I had no idea that it was going to take me on this journey of mm-hmm. being able to teach people how to create financial freedom because I did it for myself. And it's like, what's your vision? And I think we can get really distracted by bright, shiny objects in this moment mm-hmm. right now. And I also think that there's an inner growth around the money boundaries, which is really asking yourself, do I want that? Because I think it's going to make me more popular or more well-liked. I know when I was a little kid and I was thinking about stuff that I would want, sometimes I was motivated by that it would that other people would would be attracted to me more, like me more, include me in the circle more if I had a certain something. And so when I learned later that that was not in alignment with what I was trying to achieve with my vision, then all of a sudden that's not as attractive. So sometimes Mm -hmm. money boundaries is a big inner question too, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And something in business is you will discover that when you start making money in your business, then it's really easy for money to come in, but it's also really easy for it to come out. Yeah. And something, I just got a random idea that like, if you kind of focus on, if you have a main goal or something yeah. that you really want, then yeah. save up for it. And, or if you want to still kind of have your financial boundaries, something I would suggest is kind of setting aside goals for yourself. Like, I mean boundaries, because if you go over here and you buy a box of donuts for your friends and you, then maybe that's like $15 and then, oh, look, there's a bunch of other options, you know? So I would say kind of focus on what things, like you said, don't do it just because you think it may make you more popular if you're not going to use it, you know? I like to call what you're talking about return on investment. And I mean that from, so in the financial world, return on investment means I put in this much, I make this much. And so there's a gain, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think um, there's, another, uh, there's another aspect to it. There's an energetic aspect to it, which is, what do you, you earn your money? It's your time. It's your energy system. It's your DNA. It's your personality. You're offering something that's a gift, that's valuable and meaningful, that's a contribution to somebody else. And if you think about the energy you're investing in that is like what you want to buy inside your business in what you want to put aside and what your goals and objectives are and being smart about and thinking about and being conscious about the choices that you make, do they have a good return on investment? Meaning if you invest something, is it going to give you something significantly back in gain, but is it also going to feed you and light you up and bring you joy or play, right? And bring you back to the stuff that really makes you happy. And there's, so there's a, there's a, there's a real fine line in there about paying attention to making decisions based on what makes you happy and what feels aligned with what you, what you're called to do. Yeah, I agree. And also something that's really important to learn is that just because you have Money doesn't mean that you don't that you have to spend it, and I think that's something that is really important to learn. Because what if 
you're working towards a bigger goal and then you get distracted and then you have to keep on working up even more to get to that goal now. And something that's really awesome is when people are able to learn that because it's really important to learn. And also I think, especially in business, it's really helpful if you're able to set your financial boundaries and also kind of, it's really cool knowing that you can have financial freedom. You know, there's a famous saying, a penny saved is a penny earned. Mm-hmm. And it's really a good motto because there's kind of, there's kind of, you know, multiple ways to earn money. There's the money that you bring in that comes to you through someone else. There's good choices that you make where you save money or when you spend the money, it has a return on investment that supports your, um, your needs but also gives you a gain. And then there's managing your expenses in a business in a really intelligent way. And I call it sort of being conscientious about your cash flow because it's like you go to the gym, right? And you're on a treadmill for 45 minutes working out and that's time, right? That you spend on that. And then you're sitting in front of a chocolate cupcake and you know, if you eat that chocolate cupcake, it's going to be four sessions on a treadmill to get it off your body, right? Same thing with money. It's like if you brought money in and then you want to buy something and that's going to take four times your effort to earn back that money, you might take another step back and think about, is that really what I want to do? Yeah, I agree. And I think that it's, also really important to think about, will this help me? Right. Or is it just because it's there? It's like how some people will eat something even if they're not hungry just because they're bored and just because it's sitting in front of them. Right. Versus just kind of thinking about, well, what helps me? You know, and thinking about just because it's there, just because it looks cool doesn't mean that it's going to help you and doesn't mean that you're going to use it, you know? And something I kind of think of it, is when it comes to saving money is, oh, look, I can surprise myself later with this, you know? And I think that's something that's really important. And also is the fact of setting boundaries with yourself and kind of going into an even deeper thought process with it. Of, will this help me or is it just something that's going to take up space? Versus this may actually help me and I may actually use it, you know? I love what you're saying. And I think one of the things that I do is help um, really soulful women get out of these business traps that they're in because they're in what I call making just enough money. And I think this is a great thing if you can learn this at the youngest age possible and implement it is Mm -hmm. the idea of there's kind of three experiences around money. There's money coming in. That's one experience. There's money going out. That's two experiences. Most businesses out in the world have a constant in and out and in and out and in and out. But there's a third experience, which is what you're talking about, which is holding money. And it's like, what's it like to have money? Meaning it's, you just are holding it. You letting it be, you letting it sit, you're letting it rest. And there's value in that, you know, and in turning some of the money that's resting into investments so that you don't lose the pool that you have that you put in the investment, but then they grow. And that's another Mm -hmm. way to create financial freedom is to get your money to work for you. But I think not enough business owners are doing what you just said, which is having the three money experiences, which is more than enough coming in, managing what's consciously what's going out, but also holding. Just sitting with, 
a pile of money and not doing anything with it, at least for a little while. And having yeah. the experience of what it's like to just have money. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I have a quick example. So my cousins gave me a $20 Amazon gift card and I was, and I got so excited. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, I could spend it right now. And I went on Amazon and I looked at all the possibilities. <laughs> but then I talked to my parents and they said, well, why don't you just keep it for a while? And I go, oh, I guess I've never thought of that. And so I sat with it for a while. And it was a good couple of months after that I finally got back into it. And then my dad sat down with me and I was able to order what I wanted. But the idea of just sitting and thinking, oh, I have money, but I don't have to spend it right now is yeah. really important. And was like something I did is I was shopping for my sister's birthday and I had 40 bucks, but I left 20 at home. So then I knew that I had that just in case and I knew that I didn't have to spend it. Yeah. And I think that's really important is just kind of setting it aside knowing that even though there's a bunch of possibilities for things, just because you have it doesn't mean you need to get rid of it. I think that's really good advice, especially mm-hmm. in the world we live in encourages our, the way we get marketed to and advertised to really encourages a consciousness of constantly spending or, con- or what you would call consumerism, right? Mm-hmm. And just constantly putting it, it comes in, it goes out, it comes in, it goes out. And I like to call it letting my money meditate and just letting it hold there until it, you know, there's an intelligence in it if you'll listen and letting it rest there. And then, like you said, with your gift card, it was like, oh, okay, then what I really wanted and it, it felt really good at that time was the right time to spend it on the right thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it's really cool when people are able to take a step back and go, you know what, I have this. I don't need to spend it. I don't need to do anything with it. And then, who knows, then maybe you discover a new bike or something and you really want it. Want it. And then you go, oh, look, I set this $50 aside. Now I can go buy my bike, you know? And I think that is really cool when you're able to kind of save up for a more important goal. Or, well, and that's really financial freedom, what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Is that I have money and I get to make my best choices. I agree. And I think that it's really cool when you're able to do that because it feels kind of good when you're able to buy things for yourself, mm-hmm. but also knowing that you don't have to just because the opportunity is there, which is really important, I would say. Especially in business, if you have a business. Especially in business. Yeah. Because especially in business, people are trying to sell you on things and you may give in and then, oh, look, now I need to go work more. And working isn't bad, but then just kind of taking a step back and going, is this working up to my bigger goal? If not, maybe I need to take a step back. And who knows, maybe it's something that could really, really help you. And maybe you can like do almost like a pie chart. So this, it goes to what I like my personal wants, and then this is saving up for a bigger goal, which I think is really important to have in financial freedom. 
I think when you're when you have a business, a lot of times people that have that spark to start their own business, entrepreneurial spirits, right, or creative spirits, are in it because they do want their choices. They don't want to be bossed around or told what to do or follow a set of rules, right? There's kind of that wild instinct thing again. And when we're when we're letting when we're in deep gratitude for money that comes in and we're sitting with it in a conscientious kind of way. And then I like to apply my wild instinct to my incomes and to my monies that come in. And then until a spark, another next creative spark kind of hits. And I think that's part of having that childlike play of not being rambunctious and wild with it, but being free with it based on, you know, an inner, an inner sense of what feels right mm-hmm. versus, yeah. and that's being, I think there's such power in that as a, as a young person and having a business and thinking about it that way, because you develop your own sense of confidence and resiliency and you start to know yourself more for who you are and what you really want to create, what you want to express, what do you want to be at cause for in the world? And your money starts to become a tool that gets channeled through that. And so I, you know, I think financial freedom is all about having more than enough and using your wild instinct in the right way to fulfill your goals and dreams and visions and whatever service work it is that however you want to contribute in the world. Yeah, I agree. And it's really important to learn about financial freedom, especially if you're in a position of maybe you want to start business. And I think that like if you're interested in starting business, my main like advice right now is learn what financial freedom is and it can really assist you in discovering what opportunities are available in business and what you're able to do, which is really cool. I think one of the cool things that you can do is have an intention to create financial freedom for yourself and then, you know, sit down with your journal or chalk or whatever it is that you want to do and, you know, one year, two year, five year, 10 years from now, why do you want financial freedom? I wanted to go to Africa. I wanted to be free from working in a corporate environment to be able to travel, to have the time, to have the money and have all of my needs met and all of my expenses taken care of so that there was more than enough for me to be able to do that. So you got to know what your why is. Otherwise, it just feels like you're just after money and that is never fulfilling to anybody. And it's like, what are the right reasons for creating it? And if you know that, it really anchors it in and gives you a path to follow. Like I did as a little kid, I called it my golden through line. It helped me make all of my decisions through high school, through college, in corporate. And I retired at the age of 47, which wasn't predictable, you know, at a really young age. And yet I was on that path because a seven-year-old wanted to be that. that the seven-year-old wanted that and was dead serious about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't compromise on my vision. And so I would say to all of your listeners that you're knowing your why and being unwilling to compromise on that, something that's really heartfelt and soulful and deep for you is a really important thing to know about yourself because then all of this lines up. Yeah, I think that's really important as well and also I think it's really cool that you had a goal at a young age and you were able to fulfill that goal because some people kind of they brush it off and then they look back and they go 
oh my gosh, I could have yeah. done that. And I think that it's really important is following your instinct. And if you get an idea and it sits right with you, then you do it. And you sit with it and it can be really awesome to go, you know what, I did it. And it was fun. And being able to look back and go, and I had the courage to do it, which is something that some people don't have. Yeah, courage is, that's a big one. You know, that's really what it's about is having the trusting that inner yearning and that inner instinct that you get, that that is one of the most important things you will ever be given in your life. And there's, it's, you know, I know we're older, right? And we're like, follow that because we promise you there will be this really cool place at the end of the road, but you don't get to be a kid forever. And we're always aging and we're always growing and we're always moving, right? And if we keep a positive focus on our future in, in, in the decisions we make today, it just, it pays off in such a really big way. And you have to trust that when you're younger until you know it when you're older. Yeah, I agree with you. And especially if you're able to see it at a young age, yeah, go for it. Go for because it. You got you nothing to lose. Regret. Exactly. You won't regret it. And so what if maybe it wasn't what you expected? At least you went for it, you know? There's no way- failure. There's only course correcting, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what if you look back and you go, hmm, maybe that wasn't the best time. At least you went for it. At least you had fun. And at least you tried it. Like, it can be the smallest thing, like going on a trampoline park. Whatever it is that scares you, go for it. Yeah. And something my parents always tell me is, if you don't do it now, will you regret it later? Yeah. And what if that's my last chance to do it and I won't ever get to do it again? Why not do it now? And I think that's really important. Like, they took me indoor skydiving one time and I got so scared. It was a surprise. And I've been wanting to do it, but then just Faced looking with at it, it was like, yeah, ah, yeah. It was terrifying because <laughs> let's just give you an image. I talk about this a lot. So it's like this tube and then there's netting on the bottom and there's like four giant fans underneath it. There's a giant fan on top and they're just blowing at you and the wind hits your face so hard oh gosh and it's like you have to kind of go out and go back in and it's so scary because you look down and it's like a 50 foot drop of just darkness and i'm thinking to myself oh my goodness what if the net breaks fans not gonna save me you know and but i didn't let my fear stop me and now i look back and i think that was so fun yeah and something i do is i just kind of don't let that piece of me speak is i just go no stop it don't talk and I just kind of do it anyways and I think that that's really awesome because who knows what experiences will come at you who knows what challenges you'll face but if you can start facing the small ones first oh my goodness you can do anything that's how you build confidence yeah and you start trusting yourself you don't what you don't know I mean we want to be we want to be mindful of not hurting ourselves, right? But that first like, <gasps> you know, is more is more about because something's unfamiliar than that our life is at stake. And yeah. so it, it's what's on the other side of it 
is such a cool thing to be willing to discover what that is. And as an entrepreneur, that is a skill set and a quality. You won't make it if you don't have that because you always push up a growth edge. There's always Mm -hmm. a growth edge in business. There's always a new challenge, always something that comes up. And there's a lot of things that come up as an opportunity and they might not come up again. And it happens. It does. And it can like it can be the smallest thing like talking to someone because yeah. sometimes talking to people can be kind of scary. For example, we were on a cruise and my now best friend came up to me and asked if I wanted to hang out. And at first I was like, um, I'm okay. <laughs> and because I was like, all right, th- there's just this girl talking to me. And then now since I was able to kind of just go for it and have fun, I realized that there's no real dangers, you know, and we were on a cruise ship, what's going to happen? <laughs> and so I went for it and I talked to her and then all those weeks, I mean, all week on the cruise ship, we would go up and we would hang with each other and now we're really good friends. So I think that it's really cool if you're able to kind of take a step back and go, what if this opportunity is something that really impacts me? Yeah. What if it really helps me, you know? And now I'm able to look back and go, I can't even imagine if I said, I'm good, I don't want to hang out. But now, but I said yes, and now I have a really good friend, which I think is really important because if you're able to look at all the opportunities you have, you can think of how amazing life is. And if you just say yes, it, it can take you places. I think we don't know the full realization of an opportunity. Like we, I think our brains trick us into thinking we know how things will play out we and don't. what the, all the ripple effects of our decisions are. And the truth is we don't. And so when you follow those things that have a little bit of an edge to them that are your wild instinct is saying yes, yes, yes. And you want to become familiar with your wild instinct at this age now, right now, today, because it will save your bum all the time and it will also put you on the right course. And so things like that, you know, which are the right things to push through. And it's like you hit those moments and you can't ever really know how something's going to play out unless you're willing. And willingness is a huge part of being very successful in business, creating financial freedom, taking, taking um, risks a lot, what I would call aligned risks, risks mm-hmm. that they feel like a risk, but you know they're aligned. They feel something feels right about it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that if you just go for it, you can earn like you earn a lot of respect for yourself is something that I would say is really important and also going for opportunities is really awesome and a question I sometimes ask myself is if I'm really scared about something so let's say it's public speaking because I love speaking but the moment before you get on stage is so scary (laughs) so scary because I I've messed up before I've had moments where it's just I don't know what to do, but I think to myself, what if I'm dying tomorrow? Now, what if this is my last speaking opportunity ever? I might as well go for it, and I might as well have fun, you know? 
And it's like, so what if you're worried about embarrassing yourself, whatever the story is, don't let it stop you. Because something I kind of tell myself is, all right, if it embarrasses, if I get embarrassed, let's say I go on stage and I just completely fumble, then what if that's a really huge learning opportunity? And now I'm able to look back on past Neva and go, wow, I've really improved since then, which is really important. <laughs> I love what you're talking about. You know, when I, so that little kid, I'm seven years old, right? Want to go to Africa. So I go make my way through school. I get into um, college, graduate college. And then I decided the only way that it's going to work for me is to take a career in sales in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I threw up in my mouth probably 50 times. And then I was like nauseous and nervous when I would go to client meetings. And then one, one day I had this, you know, light bulb moment when the light bulb came on, it was like, I have something to share. And if mm -hmm. they're willing to listen I can help them solve a problem. Yeah. So that changed everything for me about it didn't matter to me what they thought of me. I was more focused on that I delivered what I knew would help them. I stopped thinking about myself and how scared I was and how nervous and how much that wasn't what I wanted to be doing at this moment. I would rather be at the beach, you know, and but I started thinking about that if they knew what I this is what I said to myself if they knew what I knew they would really want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. And that became my public speaking mantra and my sales mantra. And really that was the single biggest shift that had me really start making a lot of money and become a peak performer and be good at sales and selling, which is about really enrolling people in ideas that you have that they would pay for, yeah. right? Which is a very important money-making aspect of business. And it's like, I want to share with your listeners and you that that's a really powerful mantra to have is if they knew what I knew, they would love to hear what I have to say. Yeah, that's a really powerful mantra because if like kind of what I think about is if you don't say it, then what if you're never going to get the opportunity to? Yeah. And what if that changes someone's life and what if it changes yours? And if you just take a step back and look at the opportunity, it's pretty awesome, which is a really cool thing to learn and be able to know what's important to you and be able to think about, it doesn't matter if maybe I'm scared, but I know that if it's important, I'm going to take action towards it and I'm going to make it happen, which is really awesome when you're able to do that. And we do need to kind of wrap up, and I've been loving, loving talking with you. Um, can you give our listeners a little bit of advice that you have if, based on financial freedom or just any tips? Yeah, I would say two things. We touched on them. The first is put your focus on in your business and in your life, and as you grow up, put your focus on how much you keep instead of mm -hmm. how much you make. And that mm -hmm. will already naturally assume that you're making more than you need. Yeah. And so you want to know that. And then the second thing is, if financial freedom is something you really, really, really want to create because you want your choices and you want to live your life on your terms, 
then you need to set your intention around that and sorry i lost my thought okay <laughs> <laughs> need to set your intention intention around that and make your choices based on if that, as if that's what matters to you and i would also say i need to throw this in sorry um thirdly is like really start to know what you really yearn for what do you really yeah. want and follow your instinct about that it's one of the most important things you will ever do because then you get to be yourself all the time yeah i agree with you and it's pretty awesome being yourself i would also add in there on the advice is know your worth and if you know that you're worth it and you are but if you know that you are worth people paying you if you know that you are worth something bigger know it and don't let other people say that maybe you aren't and also that's so amazing when you see other people knowing their worth and then you're able to kind of learn what yours is and you're able to kind of get self self-respect which is really awesome you know when you develop that's the part about this why i'm such an advocate for following your wild instinct is because you develop that skill naturally because when you yeah. listen to yourself you're honoring your own honor code and then it just builds this confidence and this worthiness and it's like i'm really clear and unapologetic about living a financially free life and there's not a lot of people that do or have it and so it's like through business and through your life if you honor yourself and how you feel about something and what your instincts are that feel right to you you naturally develop what you were just describing as that ability to really know your worthiness. Yeah. It's the I best agree. way to get there. It really is. And that's some really great advice. So thank you for that. And thank you, thank you. so much for coming on. Um, will you remind our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah. So you can go to Julie Steelman, S-T-E-E-L-M-A-N.com. If you want to find out about me or you want to talk about business, if you want to see animals, go to wildsacredbeauty.com and you can check out my kid's story there <laughs> and also look at some of my photos and have fun doing that. Awesome. Definitely go check her out because she is so, so amazing. We've been talking with Julie Steelman about financial freedom for kids. Julie, thank you so much again for coming on. It was so, so fun talking to you. And remember, kids, that we all have superpowers and we can change the world through financial freedom. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. It's my